Thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about the response that we've had to the Spiritual Weatherman series that we're doing. And today we have two more great indicators of the end times. One of those has to do with our children, and one has to do with the news of the nuclear Armageddon. Our children. What could be more important to us than our children? I think for me to pass on my Christian heritage and my Christian beliefs to my children and grandchildren, that's really the top priority in my life. And I'm sure it is in yours too. And yet, it's interesting to see how the, what we're watching today in current events is an attack on the children. I think you'll really be interested to see what the Bible says about this attack on the children in the last days. Two words that come together, very seldom, but they're both ones that, that bring a, a great question in our mind, nuclear and Armageddon. And recently, we were told that we're as close to a nuclear Armageddon as we've ever been in the last 50 years. How incredible to think that we're on the brink of something that dreadful. But the Bible gives us hope. And the Bible also tells how these important topics fit in to the end time. Join us as we continue our series on spiritual weathermen. Here's a, another point of convergence, children. Wow, if you think the first two are controversial, this one is even more so. What's, what's incredible, this is October the 5th. We're not talking four or five days ago. School teaches kids how to keep transgender identity a secret from parents. I, I don't know about you, but when did the state have more privileges than the parents on children? There's something wrong. Matter of fact, go back to the Bible. And what does the Bible say? The Bible places children under the authority of parents. And so all of a sudden, things are turned around. And, and, and we begin to see because it, it was, okay, if you, if you spank your child, I'm not talking beat your child, I'm not talking abuse your child, I'm talking about uh, a discipline spanking on the proper place with a proper instrument, probably your hand or a nice stick on the behind. It, it, very few kids are killed by correction spanking. But now we see that parents no longer have the authority to raise a child, but instead schools have it. And so in San Francisco, they're saying, hey, a, a whole article on how they can, the kids can, can do this secret thing, and they can affirm students who use the gender pronoun it at school. Unbelievable. But you know what? It's right in style with God in the last days. This is out of the United Kingdom. They're waking to the reality, look at it, that the drag queen story hour in Britain is nothing less than an overt child grooming. Even in our city, do you understand what has taken place in the last two years? Homosexuals, lesbians, homosexuals, every pervert is now put into PK, childcare, and kindergarten trying to, to warp the minds of people, young kids, into all kinds of, of lewdness. A good friend of mine, right here in this city, within walking distance of this chapel, lost a daughter because he went into special education in a public school. In a special education class, they groomed her that really she was homosexual. You don't know it yet, but you're homosexual. And after two years of that, they convinced her. You know what that's called? That's called child abuse. Physical child abuse, mental child abuse, spiritual child abuse. Folks, 
it's, it's going to become the accepted. It's going to become the norm. It's going to become the standard. The Bible said it would be like this in the last days. California governor signed a bill making the state a sanctuary for child sex changes. Now, I'm trying to do four of these in an hour, so I can't do them all. But here's, here's a statement that, that came out this past week from our president. It says, we are committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing, our healthcare systems, everywhere, simply everywhere. Today we're announcing even more steps, but there is always more work to do and end the epidemic of violence against transgender women of color and girls of color to ensure transgender seniors can age with dignity. Wow. His own daughter says that she never recovered sexually from, from her, him making her shower with him. Ruined her. And, and this guy is telling us how to raise children? Look at his son. Yeah, I'm not worried. They're, they'll block this from Facebook and YouTube and everything. It doesn't matter. The truth is, that's a pervert. And here we are. In our country, we're sponsoring, we're encouraging, we're endorsing this. How much worse does it have to get before we say, enough is enough? You see, this is what child abuse is. It, it's not taking them to Sunday school. It's not making them do homework. It's not making them take out the trash. That, that's not child abuse. That's called obedience. But child abuse is when we begin to think that, that this is a normal way to live. Look, look at these statements. Here's, here's Lenin. Give me just one generation of youth and I will transform the whole world. That's, that's his famous statement. Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We don't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, handed on for them to do the same. Or how about... How about Hitler? The state must declare the child to be the most precious treasure of the people. As long as the government is perceived as working for the benefit of the children, the people will happily endure almost any curtailment of liberty and almost any uh, depravation. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says this, that children are a gift from God. You look at Psalm 139. Verses 14 and 15. And the Bible says that, that God makes every individual. Individually makes them. Look at verse 17. It talks about DNA. God doesn't make a mistake on the sex of a child. And, and now we, we have universities. I mean, unbelievable. Universities. Vanderbilt, this, this past week, finally said, okay, we're going to stop doing the transgender sex operations we've been doing. Why? Uncovered, $40,000 per child to do the bottom part, 100000 to do the top and the bottom. $100,000. Dozens of universities doing it. They, they do it for money. They, they ruin the lives of children. How, how do we sit here and do this? Proverbs says this, Train up a child in the way he should go. And, and, and we're watching them take our children and train them up in a way to be deviants. The Bible says this, even a child is known by his doings. 
But here's another verse the Bible says. The Bible says this, that someone who stumbles a young child would be better for them that a millstone was hung around his neck and he was dropped into the sea. You want to know something? We have people today, and they're going to be accountable to God for what they're doing with young people. We, we, have, let, we have let them go in a way that we may never recover them. My, my plea is that your children, your grandchildren, those that you love, to say, you know what, this is not God's way. God has a different plan. But the Bible said this would be, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 Timothy chapter 4, that this deviation to society would come. And Romans 1 says that, that they would leave the natural use in the last days. We're watching it take place. What's going on? It's called child abuse. Physical child abuse. Mental child abuse. Spiritual child abuse. Read the testimonies of some of these people that have had these, these ridiculous gender changes. Transgender? God doesn't make a mistake. And by the way, that's step one. Have you seen the next step? Oh yeah. They're now ready. They say, hey, you want to know something? We believe that we can make it so that you can live forever. Yeah. They got, they got some new drugs they, they want us to do. And next they say this. And not only can you live forever, but you're going to be all-knowing. They even say this. You're going, to be, you're going to be as smart as God. Matter of fact, guess what? You're not going to be like God. You are going to be God. You're going to be your own God. Do you recognize that lie? Genesis chapter 3. The serpent was more subtle. And he said to Eve, You know what? Disobey God. And you'll be as God. We're watching it take place. You know what? You see, all these things are converging to one point in time. And that's why I think we're on the brink of, of incredible things taking place and I think they introduced the tribulation. Those that know Christ were gone. One more I want to try to, to tell you about this morning. Nuclear Armageddon. Wow. Biden said this. We're on the brink of a nuclear Armageddon. It's the highest risk since 62. And he said Putin's not joking. Uh, and, and so, you know, is, is it really true? Well, not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons, biological or chemical weapons. Um, it, would, it would be really easy to say, no, he just, it was just a slip of the tongue. Some people say he was, at a, he was at a fundraising dinner and maybe what he ate or maybe he had too much to drink and so that just slipped out. Well, I'll let you decide. But isn't it interesting that, that the same week that all that came out, it's interesting because the Biden administration just spent $290 million to purchase a drug to treat radiation sickness. Just coincided. Another accident. Hmm. Wow. Is the next pandemic going to be for protection of nuclear fallout? I'm not so worried. You want to know why? I think Jesus is coming, and when Jesus comes, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. Well, now, look at this. Because of this 
flare-up. The Biden administration says, okay, we're going to scale down the, the sanctions against Venezuela. Now, Venezuela, I mean, we, we know they're backed by the communists, don't we? Why would, why would we remove the sanctions? And so here's why. He said, well, it would sure be nice to get their oil. Matter of fact, it looks like they might sell it to us a few dollars cheaper than what we're getting on the market, and that would be good. It's called dirty oil, by the way. Not all oil is the same. Some is a harder job to, to refine it, to, to burn clean, and some is not. Venezuelan oil is really dirty. Iranian oil is pretty clean. Russian oil is somewhere in between. U.S. oil is really clean. But we don't want to use our own oil because, you know, we don't want to contaminate the environment. We'd rather sabotage a gas line and let it bubble up in the sea. And so here we are. We're, we're going to scale down the sanctions so that Venezuela will pump more oil. Why would we want them to pump more oil? Well, it looks like we made the Saudis mad. And so the Saudis said, you know what? We're going to shut down our production. And because we're shutting down our production, now look for your gas prices to go up between $1 and $3 a gallon over the next six months. Isn't that encouraging? Yeah, fill up that gas can right now. And the, the other thing that, that's incredible to me is with all this going on, look, look at this. The myth is clean. Now, windmill blades, what do you do with them? You can't burn them. We've got them stacked up. Yeah, they're, they're a contamination. They're, they're, they're worse. They say they're worse than rubber tires. All the sorting of trash that you do for recycle, they say it's a joke. They're putting in the same, they're putting in the same landfill. We, we pay a penalty for it. The, the myth of clean. I mean, this just came out this week. It's a joke. It's a trillion-dollar scam. With all this being said, isn't it amazing that what we'll do for oil, and so now we've gone to the Saudis, and we said we'll, we'll pay whatever you want to pay, but we, don't, we can't buy it from Iran, and because Iran is mad, because we lifted the sanctions. You know what we did when we lifted the sanctions? We gave them $200, $200 billion dollars. And once we left, they said, we're still not going to sell you the oil for the price that you asked for. So we've been double-crossed by Iran. We've been double-crossed by the Saudi Arabians. Putin's never been our friend. And now we're going to go to Venezuela. I'd say we're in pretty good shape <laughs> if you're against America. When all this is going on, Macron says this, in the shadow of war, Macron thinks that a world war is about to break out. And by the way, Henry Kissinger celebrated his 99th birthday this past week. You know what he said? 99 years old, former Secretary of State. He says, I've never seen the world closer to the brink of a world war than it is at this moment. That was his 99th birthday party. Wow. Really makes me excited about tomorrow. Well, here's God with us, Macron. Emmanuel Macron. And Emmanuel Macron says, you know what? We've got to get rid of the old system. We need to bring in a new world order. And so he's got 44 nations of Europe. And among those that want to be a part of this includes Israel. And the Bible says that when, 
when this person comes to pass, he'll bring all the world together in a seeming one world government. They'll sign agreements and in the middle of it, the Antichrist will break it all. Revelation 17 talks about it. Our time is gone. Daniel chapter 8. Wow. To, to see the correlation of Daniel 8 and what's taking place today, it makes me looking for the, for the Lord to come. Here's some other headlines. Soaring inflation, digital currency. Do you know that inflation's at a 40-year high and the oil reserves are at a 40-year low? Be encouraged, those of you that don't want to come to Christ. <laughs> You're going to pay more for your oil. Digital currency, just around the bend. Yeah. The, uh, how do you have a restart? Bring out a new currency. Bring in a new political system. Destruction of, of food plants and delivery process. Matter of fact, just this last week they announced the Mississippi is so low, they can't even fill the barges to full capacity. The tugboats can't push them down there. There's going to be delay in supplies of food. The Ukraine, we don't have fertilizer. The, the planet's in good shape. How did it get this way? We turned our back on God. We, we took the Bible out of schools. We took prayer out of everything. We took the Ten Commandments away. You can't do that. Population control. <laughs> wow. It, isn't it interesting that these people that are so rich... They say they need to eliminate, they, they, they'd like to get us down to a reasonable number. They say the reasonable number is about 2 billion people. That means about 6 billion of us have to go. I wonder if any of them are volunteering. Well, if they want 6 billion to go, look at, the, look at what takes place in the tribulation and, and there will be a, a lot that will go. But population control, and they talk about various ways to do it, and they say that, that restricting food might be a good way. They're buying up land. Uh, wow. And I'm still not excited about the synthetic meat burger that Bill Gates is trying to. If Bill Gates has anything for sale in a fast food restaurant, I probably, I like fast food. Don't get me wrong. I really like fast food. But I'm probably not going to eat his synthetic burger because I don't trust what he would put in the synthetic burger. Religious compromise. The Bible said it would take place in the last days. Transgender agenda. It's here. Corruption and crime. We don't see much corruption, do we? <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't really believe the story that China gave the, the Bidens millions of dollars? Okay, maybe there's a little bit of corruption. But at least crime is at an all-time low, except in Chicago. And, and the, the plant's in shape. You see... We're watching convergence. We're watching collapse. Here's why. Because you see, they weren't built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. There's the solid rock. There's the hope. It's Jesus Christ in the word of God. And that's what the Bible says will be the background of the last days. Are you ready? If Christ came today, would you be on your way to heaven to meet him? And the Bible says you can be ready. By admitting that you're a sinner. That, that as an individual you sinned. You come short of God's standard. God's standard is no sin. Sin brings death. Sin brings separation. And then the second thing is to admit that when Jesus died on the cross he shed his blood. He was the sacrifice for your sin. The third is to accept him to personally say I receive Christ as my personal savior.
My friend, then you're ready if Christ comes today. The problems. The Bible said that because of the free will of man and the sin of man, these things would exist just before the Lord came back and we're watching them all take place. I think we're on the brink of Jesus coming. My question for you, are you ready? The Pharisees, the Sadducees said this, show us a sign. And Jesus could have said, how many signs do you want to see? I've healed the blind. I've made the lame walk. I've given speech and hearing to the deaf. I fed a, a multitude of people with, with a small lunch. What more do you want me to do? And here's Jesus warning us that he's getting ready to come. Are you ready if Christ comes today? Father, As we, we come, come to the end of this study on spiritual weathermen, I think you see why I think it's one of the most important subjects that we've ever covered. The Bible is true. And the Bible is able to tell us and to explain to us the meaning of things that are taking place in the world today. Current events, we call them. But isn't it amazing that the permanent, eternal Word of God talks about them? Today, as we come to the conclusion of it, here's what I want you to think about. There are two facts that we all agree are true, and then there's one decision. What are the two facts? Well, first of all, the fact that we're all sinners. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. The Bible says, for all have sinned. To acknowledge the truth of that fact is important, and it's necessary for salvation. The second thing is another fact. It's that Jesus Christ is righteous. Jesus Christ had no sin, and that he was willing to be my substitute and your substitute. If you admit to those two facts, that's important. That's the aspect of salvation that we must all agree upon. It's biblical. It's based on God's word. But then we come to the decision. You see, you could know those two facts and you could say they're true. But until you come to the decision to receive Christ as your Savior, to leave your sin and to come to Christ and to receive him as the payment for your sin, my friend, you've never been saved. You're not on your way to heaven. But today you could be. Receive Christ today. Make that decision and accept him as your Savior and Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the, the greatness of God's word that shows current events and how to see that we have nothing to worry about when we trust in Christ. What a plan you have. And Father, I pray today that there will be some who will receive Christ as their personal Savior. They'll make that decision. And Father, for others that know him, I pray that they'll say, wow, let's live for Christ because the time is short and Jesus is coming soon. We pray these things and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.